Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, April 15th, 2021. Truly I know what you know not. Inni a'lamu ma la ta'lamun. A commentary on verses 30 through 33 of Surah Al Baqarah by Sheikh Muhammad Fawzi Al Karkari, Qaddasallahu Sirrah. Verse 30 reads And when your Lord said to the angels, I shall appoint on earth a vicegerent, they said, Will you appoint therein one who will do corruption therein and shed blood while we glorify you with praise and sanctify you? He said, Truly I know what you know not. وَإِذْ قَالَ رَبُّكَ لِلْمَلَائِكَةِ إِنِّي جَاعِلٌ فِي الْأَرُضِ خَلِيفَةٌ قَالُوا أَتَجْعَلُ فِيهَا مَنْ يُفْسِدُ فِيهَا وَيَسْفِكُ الدِّمَاءَ وَنَحْنُ نُسَبِّحُ بِحَمْدِكَ وَنُقَدِّسُ لَكَ قَالَ إِنِّي أَعْلَمُ مَا لَا تَعْلَمُونَ the Sheikh comments, The angels saw the goodness in themselves and how they glorified God and sung His praises in the heavens and remembered Him always and how they were luminous beings who never disobeyed Him. God told them that He would place a vicegerent upon earth. But they had no prior knowledge of this vicegerent. So they said, Atajalu fiha." Will you appoint therein one who will do corruption therein and shed blood? They base this on their knowledge of what had passed. For before God had created Adam, he created the jinn, who did corruption on earth and shed blood. And the angels expected no different from man. Because when you reflect on it, people employ the same logic. They suppose that if they're in some zawiya or some spiritual community where the people do not attain knowledge of God or do not attain knowledge of the true nature of their souls, then all other communities must be the same. So when we say to him, welcome, here's the light of God. He complains that he spent 10 years in this or that zawiya or with this or that group and that if there were anything to be found, he would have found it already. But you should not act like the angels did. For the angels did not know good from evil, or have any idea what God had in store for them or for Adam, or how they would fall prostrate and humble before him by God's command. The angels assumed that the vicegerent would be a worker of corruption, someone bereft of righteousness and without any connection to God. They could not know the truth until after God had showed it to them. The same applies to you. How can you tell if this saint is truly a saint? Or if this imam is truly an imam? Or if this scholar is truly a scholar? Yet you call them all corrupt, as if all the secrets of creation were within your grasp. When God said, Inni ja'irun fil ardi khalifa, I shall appoint on earth a vicegerent, this ought to have ended the discussion, for God's word is final. Yet they began to debate with him and question him, as if they were in a position to advise him. 
will you appoint therein one who will do corruption therein and shed blood? The disciple does the exact same thing. This is why we tell you to return to God and pray for his guidance, that he might show you the way. We do not simply welcome everyone who comes to us immediately, as others might do. If, after praying for guidance after your istikhara, a sign comes to you, then God has answered your prayer and shown you the way. Then, after pledging allegiance and beholding God's light, you might say, Ah, this man, he is not a true sheikh. As, by the way, many have done, breaking the covenant and walking away. Some of them might become so filled with enmity and hatred that they even want to kill the sheikh. The angels only spoke of Adam before he was created in the presence of their Lord. They had not seen him yet. The doubters come and see for themselves and sit and talk and then deny and attribute similar charges as the angels did when they said, Will you appoint therein one who will do corruption therein and shed blood? The angels knew more than you or I, yet they were wrong about this. Why are you then so confident to pass judgment on things you do not know? The angels said, We glorify you with praise and sanctify you. And likewise, the doubter comes and asks what we say in our wird. We tell him, well, we say 100 each, the istighfar, the salat ala nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the kalimatu tawheed, and the hamd and shukr, while prostrate. That's it. We pray for forgiveness, invoke blessings upon the Prophet, proclaim God's oneness, and fall prostrate before God in sujood, proclaiming praise and our gratitude to him. The denier then answers, But I say 10,000 of each of these. Why should you get ahead of me when I do so much more? But this matter is in the hands of God, who, quote, creates what he will and chooses. At the very least, you ought to keep quiet about it. As the Prophet said, Say something good or be silent. Don't attempt to delve into the secrets of creation, for they are known to God alone. It may be that God accepts one istighfar from a person but rejects 10,000 of them from another. It is not for us to judge. The angels were the greatest beings in creation at that time, pure creatures of light, free of all flaws. Yet, as soon as they heard that God was to create a vicegerent upon earth, they accused this vicegerent of corruption and bloodshed, while considering themselves superior to him. So God said, Truly, I know what you know not. That is, I know best where to place my secret and my vicegerency, and you do not. Why then would we question the wisdom of following a saint of God? The Prophet ﷺ, whose every word was true and divine revelation, said, I have left among you God's book and my family, my household, so hold on to them. So when you find the household, you at least ought to hold on to them, regardless of your feelings about it. 
the Prophet ﷺ also said, to love my household is to love me. The Prophet's instructions matter more than your opinions or your feelings. I must love every member of the Prophet's family, regardless of who it may be, even the child in the cradle. If you have your own ideas on the matter, well, so did the angels, but it didn't work out for them. They were more devoted to God than you are, but they did not know the secret of vicegerency until after God showed it to them. Their knowledge was limited to their sphere of glorification, their tasbih, and there were many things they did not know. Likewise, you may have studied fiqh, Islamic law, or nahu, grammar, but there's other knowledge besides all of that which God has hidden from some and shown to others, names that he, quote, has kept to himself, or for certain of his angels, or his other creatures. You can't claim to know everything, as if you are God himself. Allah Ta'ala says in verse 31, And he taught Adam the names, all of them, and then presented them to the angels and said, now tell me the names of these if you are truthful. God taught the names to Adam directly without an intermediary though he could have used the angels. Other revelation was brought by our master Gabriel who is an angel. But Gabriel was not involved in the transmission of the knowledge of names. The angels did not have this knowledge at all. But it was given to Adam first, directly from God. Ar-Rahman a'allam al-Qur'an The All-Merciful taught the Qur'an. Even the knowledge of the Qur'an which is not the same as its memorization, which is taken from an intermediary. Knowledge of the Qur'an is taught by the All-Merciful Himself, by inspiration. The secrets of the Qur'an are not taken from any man, but from the All-Merciful. Verse 32 reads, They said, Glory be to you. We know nothing but what you have taught us. Truly, you are the knower, the wise. قَالُوا سُبْحَانَكَ لَهَا عِلْمَ لَنَا إِلَّا مَا عَلَّمْتَنَا إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْعَلِيمُ الْحَكِيمُ This implies that they were unable to answer this challenge, for their knowledge came only from the names of the knower the wise, while Adam took his knowledge from all the divine names. Allah says in verse 33, he said, Adam, tell them their names. And when he had told them their names, he said, Did I not tell you that I know the unseen of the heavens and the earth, and that I know what you reveal and what you conceal? Adam, <laughs> 
فلما أنبأهم بأسمائهم قال ألم أقل لكم إني أعلم غيب السماوات والأرض وأعلم ما تبدون وما كنتم تكتمون The names that were taught to Adam are those that reveal to you the unseen of the heavens and the earth. No veiled matter of the unseen can become clear to you unless you have knowledge of all the names, so that you can pierce through these veils. Even the angels were veiled from certain things, certain levels and stations. They were not even aware of the level of their nearness to God. But when Adam had presented this knowledge to the angels, they came to understand their level and their relationship to God. In this path, we speak of knowing oneself, of discovering whether one is near to God or far from Him, so that when the trust is offered to us, we know whether or not we are fit for it. This was the same for the angels. So God placed on this earth a vicegerent who knows the universal names which can tell you of the veils that exist between you and God and the level of your soul. For you cannot know yourself until the imam or the vicegerent shows it to you. We say imam because the Prophet ﷺ said choose for your imams, those you would have intercede for you. To know your soul, you must present it to the physician, the imam, so that he may show you its secrets. And this physician must have knowledge of the names of God and their connection to the soul and the environment that surrounds you, which is earth and heaven. That is the science of vicegerency not any other sciences, even the science of worship and invocation. For the angels already invoked and worshipped, but they did not know their souls or the unseen matters of heaven and earth until Adam showed it to them. The same applies to you, dear disciple. Can you identify these veils of darkness and light on your own? You could not even begin to, regardless of whatever knowledge and learning you may have. You must refer to a physician who specializes in this field, and he will show you yourself through the prism of the names and the levels of the soul. We spoke before about how God created Adam from sounding clay like pottery, and breathed into him of his spirit and how this corresponds to the two sides of you, the earthly side, which is a mixture of clay, water, air, and fire, and the heavenly side, which is the soul and its seven levels. You are neither one nor the other, but both, and you cannot identify which side dominates unless you consult an expert in the levels of the soul and one who knows well the relationship between the higher and the lower, between clay, water, air, and fire, between the seven levels of the soul, evil enjoining, self-reproaching, 
inspired, tranquil, content, contenting, and perfected. Al-Ammara, Al-Lawama, Al-Mulhama, Al-Mutma'inna, Al-Radiya, Al-Mardiya, Al-Kamila. If you find an expert in this field, one who inherited the knowledge of the names through an unbroken chain all the way back to Adam alayhi salatu he will present all this to you and the unseen of the heavens and the earth will open before you. The heaven will be cleft and turn crimson like oil. فَإِذًا شَقَّتِ السَّمَاءُ فَكَانَتْ وَرْدَةً كَالْدِّهَانِ and you will see the light of your Lord. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad kama sallaita ala Sayyidina Ibrahim wa ala ali Sayyidina Ibrahim wa barik ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad kama barakta ala Sayyidina Ibrahim wa ala ali Sayyidina Ibrahim fil alamin innaka Hamidun Majid.